there, everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlton. Today, I want to talk about why it is so important to just do the thing that you've been thinking about doing. Um, so I was, uh, I was watching somebody on Twitch the other day, and uh, she was discussing all of these different plans that she has. And uh, she may have been like divulging all this because she knew I was there and I was chatting with her and I've known her for a while. And so, but she was talking about all these plans that she has and that she just quite, just wasn't ready to start yet. And uh, my only advice to her was you have to get started. And, you know, the reason I say that is because if you go back and you watch my show, okay, and I've had, um, I don't know the exact number, but I've had over 150 different interviews. Uh, and if you go back and you watch most of those interviews, you're actually going to find a common theme amongst all of my guests. And I do remember almost every single person I've talked to. And that common theme amongst all of those people is that one day that person decided that they were going to do something and then they went and did it. And I usually ask my guests, you know, you know, what makes you special? What makes you unique? Um, and, you know, I, I don't know whether or not their answer is always the right thing. Um, but I, I, I think, you know, it's up to them, right? How they feel is what makes them unique. But I, if I had to say something across all of those guests, the thing that makes people special and unique when it comes to creating a business and becoming a streamer and growing an audience and you know, going into esports or, you know, whatever kind of business you have in, you know, as an interest, the, the thing that sets the people apart between the successes and the people who are just wishing is the successes all actually just went and did it. And most of them who went and did it had absolutely no clue whatsoever what they were doing when they were starting, but they knew they had to start. They knew that they had to hit that record button and just start going. They knew they had to call somebody up and not necessarily know what to say, but knew they had to dial the phone. And that's the, like, the, the core thing that I have seen over and over and over again after doing this for about a year, talking to all these different people and, you know, talking to a whole lot more people on top of that who haven't even come on the show. I have all kinds of phone calls with people who, you know, love my show or never heard of me before, but, you know, end up not deciding to come on the show or maybe want to do some other type of business with me. And, but I, I kind of do the same thing when I'm on a phone call as when I'm on an interview with somebody, I, I want to get to know the person. I want to learn their journey, their story. And so, um, and, you know, just kind of as a side, like if, if you can ask somebody about their journey, about their life, they're more likely than not going to tell you because people love to talk about themselves. Okay. As long as you don't have like 15 minutes and it's only 15 minutes. Like if you're on a phone call with somebody and they're like, oh, no, nah, don't worry about the time. They're going to tell you their life story. If you ask them enough questions. Okay. If you talk to the enough people, you'll realize that they all got started. They may not have known what they were doing, but maybe they had a buddy who did. Maybe they they didn't know, you know how to set up all of the electronics, but they had a friend and she did, right? There was always, there was the drive to at least do it and then figure it out along the way. And you'll often hear me say, if you watch my solo uh, episodes, that you need to 
focus on getting it done, not pretty. And that's, that's like the core thing that I could, you know, you know, TLDR, all of Brad's podcasts. What, what is the thing? Just go do the thing you want to do. It doesn't matter if you don't think you're ready. It doesn't matter if you don't think you've got the connections. It doesn't matter if you don't think whatever else is going on in your life. If it, it doesn't matter any of that stuff. You just have to start down the road. And if you start down the road, what's going to happen is you're going to realize that there are people, places, and things that you can contact or get in touch with or learn about that'll help you go even further down the road and then further and further. And it's just this one long chain of figuring out that you were a complete moron and you didn't know what you were doing until you realize the thing. And then you learn from that and you start to grow from it. And, you know, that's how I've run all of my businesses. When I, um, when my wife and I launched our law practice, I had just been a partner at a law firm and I had just gotten a book published and I had been giving presentations around the state and I had all these wonderful things that I was doing. Like I was so accomplished, right? But well, when we started this new business, I had never started a business before. I had no idea how to market it at all. Like I had to figure that all out myself. I had no idea, you know, a lot of the like licensing stuff that comes with owning a business. I had no idea. So like we're starting out and we're like, uh, what do we do now? I'm like, I don't know. I think we're supposed to go get clients. Well, how do we do that? I think we should market somehow. Well, what do we do? I don't know. Like, you just keep asking questions until you figure out there's a point that you like, I have to go look it up. Okay. And then you go look it up and you find somebody who's done it before and they're going to say, Hey, this is what you should try. And then you go try it and either it works or it doesn't work. And if it doesn't work, you go find either some more advice or you find somebody else who has a different idea and you try that and you try the next thing and you try the next thing and you just keep trying until it eventually works. Uh, just today I interviewed somebody. And so you guys will get this interview sometime next week. Uh, it'll come out next week. But I interviewed him and he um, tried and tried and tried and tried. And his business just wasn't taking off. And it wasn't taking, it wasn't taking, it wasn't taking until eventually one day he had tried so much that the one thing he tried, the newest thing he tried worked. And that was all it took. And now his business is going off. And so like, I see so many people like, you know, my last you know, solo episode, I was talking about all the people whining and complaining and, you know, just give me this or give me that. Just do it. Just do it yourself. It doesn't matter where you're starting at. If all you have is a cell phone, you can start a business. Okay. Like even if you don't have the cell phone, if you have access to the internet, you can start a business. Okay. You don't necessarily need um, fancy equipment. You don't need a great webcam. You could use, let me see if I have a pair here. Um, yeah. You could use a, a, a fairly inexpensive set of, not this one. That one's not so good. Uh, an inexpensive set of headphones. As long as it has a microphone. No, it doesn't have a microphone. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All you need is a microphone and a Google voice number. And now you can make phone calls and you can deal with businesses and you can start getting clients. And those clients are going to start giving you money. And that money can be used to invest in the other equipment. Okay. I know so many people out there who, you know, follow the gamerpreneur want to become streamers. I get it. I hear from you guys all of the time. The truth of the matter is that there's only two ways to become a streamer. Either you invest a lot of time into it, basically every waking minute you possibly can, and you absolutely dedicate yourself to that lifestyle until you become a success, 
or you dump a whole bunch of money into it, market the heck out of yourself and grow your following that way. Okay. Those are the only two ways to do it. And if you are going to sit there and you're going to complain that you don't have the equipment or you don't have the following, you don't have the graphics, you don't have whatever else, you're never, ever, ever going to become a success. Okay. You know, stop asking me how to start and just start and then ask me what you can do to make it better. That's, that's a much better question because then I can look at what you're doing. I can say, oh, you're not marking or you're promoting yourself at all on social media. You need to start promoting yourself on social media. And that right there could be the thing that helps you to grow your following and become legitimate. Okay. You know, I, I get messages every day from people who've listened to a podcast I've done or listened to a training that I did. And they say, Brad, I did what you said. And now I have great results. And I'm like, wonderful. But you know, some part of me deep down doesn't want to take credit for that because the truth of the matter is there were you know potentially hundreds of other people who also watched that podcast or watched that training who didn't do those things and they're not getting any kind of success because they didn't follow that advice. The truth of the matter is the people who are starting and who are doing it and who are taking the steps necessary to become successful, they deserve the credit for becoming successful, not for me. Like the kinds of stuff I tell you guys, the, the advice that I give, the materials that I put out, you really can find almost all of it online somewhere. Like that's how I found it. I went off and I researched and I researched and I researched. And after enough years, I accumulated a, a bunch of knowledge and figured out what pieces work together, what pieces don't work together. And all I'm doing is, you know, kind of saying the same stuff that I learned along the way. And it's, it's a matter of figuring it out for yourself, what works for you and what doesn't work, but you're never, ever going to know those things unless you actually start. Okay. So please believe me that you just need to go off and create your business, whatever kind of business that is, and make it happen. Now, um, I'm not an attorney anymore. Okay. And if I had, if I was still an attorney, I would say you absolutely need to make sure everything's legally compliant. You need to do all that. I, okay. I don't, I don't, I'm not held to anybody's standards anymore. Um, you know, most business owners that I know don't follow any kind of legal businesses at all. Like uh, even when I was an attorney, most of the businesses that I would uh, go to advise, they'd been running for a couple of years and I would walk in and I'd be like, ah, I got to pull my hair out because like you guys have done everything absolutely wrong legally. And so then I would come in to fix it. Okay. So I guess the, the point I'm trying to make with that is, you know, don't let, don't, let barriers stop you from making your dreams happen. Just start and then fix the things that you probably know are broken after you've already made it. Okay. Because if you, if your business doesn't make it and you end up like just closing the business, maybe filing for bankruptcy or whatever, you know, no one's going to care. The IRS is not going to care whether or not you did everything properly. So long as you made sure you paid your taxes and filed everything correctly. Okay. So you know, most state regulatory bodies are going to care that you you did everything absolutely perfectly if you went and you never had any clients and you didn't have, and, end up doing anything, okay? But it's once you start having success, you absolutely have to make sure things are getting into place. You know, right now, I know a business that I'm, I'm good friends with the owner and the owner does not care about the law, but he's gotten to the point that he needs to be caring. Like he's got staff members who are very clearly upset about the arrangement that they have. He's saying that they're independent contractors. They're probably not independent contractors. I'm not an attorney. I can't make that call. Um, but it's, you know, personally, I don't think they are as a lay person. I'd say that, um, 
And it's going to come back to bite him because as far as I'm aware, the staff is starting to grumble and he's like joking it off. Like, oh, don't worry about them. Like, no, that's the time you need to start worrying is when people start raising the potential of mentioning that they're going to come down on you. But he didn't have to worry about it at the start. Yeah, you should have, should have, okay? But, you know, it, it, shoulds don't really matter when it comes to the business life, the entrepreneurial life. You just need to get it done. You need to start and figure out the rest along the way, okay? People are generally, you know, you know, prosecutors are generally willing to give you a little bit of leeway if you tried to correct it down the line, okay? You know, we all make mistakes. We all had to figure stuff out ourselves. But, you know, if you're not even going to start, it doesn't matter what advice you hear. It doesn't matter what kinds of gifts people give you. It doesn't matter, you know, how much someone's here to help you, okay? You could have a coach who's telling you the exact things you need to do, but if you don't do them, you're wasting that guy's or woman's or person's time, right? Like you are the lump who, you know, deserves scorn for not taking the actions that you should be taking or at all, any actions. And, you know, it, it just, I, I want, I'm wholeheartedly, genuinely trying to get across that if you want your life to be better, you probably already know what it is that you need to do to do it, okay? It, it's probably rattling around in there somewhere, and you probably wish you could do it. But for some reason or other, you don't, right? Well, get rid of those reasons. Just, just say, screw it. I don't care that I'm afraid of the phone. Pick up the phone. Or say, screw it. It doesn't matter that I don't have enough followers or fans yet. Go out and ask that person to do whatever it is you want them to do. Okay? When I was first starting the show, you know, I, um, I had a spreadsheet. And that spreadsheet, before I had asked anybody Okay. Before I'd asked anybody to come on my show, the spreadsheet was people who had a hundred thousand plus followers, subscribers, whatever on Twitter and YouTube. Okay. I was focused on Twitter and YouTube and I had this big list. It was like 200 people. And I'm like, I want to ask these people, but I don't think I'm quite ready yet for them. So what instead what I did is I went to LinkedIn and I started just messaging anybody that had the, the, uh, description of streamer or Twitch on their, um, on their uh, LinkedIn description. Okay. And I got a whole bunch of smaller streamers and then those led into smaller businesses. And then once I had a handful of people, that's when I went back to my list and I went down that list of 200 people. And I asked every single person on that and the vast majority of them never returned my communication. Um, the, of the maybe like 10% that did return my communication, nine out of 10 said, no, just flat out. No, you're not big enough. We don't care. We're not interested. Okay. Of the 1% that didn't say flat out. No, some of them asked me questions. Some of them were interested. And then I got a very, very, very small percent of people to come on. Like one of my, my biggest, um, people that I, I got on to start um, was a gentleman named Avalanche uh, Jared from Avalanche Reviews. He was a YouTuber and he had like 56,000 followers on YouTube or subscribers on YouTube. I'm like, ah, I made it. Somebody had like had some like a legit following. Okay. And then I, I leveraged Avalanche Reviews to get um, somebody else. And that person had like 200,000 followers or uh, 
200,000 subscribers on YouTube. And then I was able to use those. And I had somebody else who had like 40,000 followers on Twitch. And I take those and I'm like, hey guys, all those people who were on this list before of people who basically said no, I'm like, hey, I've been growing my show. I've now had these people on my, my show. Would you be willing to come on now? And then another percent of people, it wasn't a large percent, but some more of them decided to say yes. And some of them had hundreds of thousands of followers or subscribers or whatever, or bigger businesses. And I was able to leverage my small successes into bigger successes, but I would never have been able to do it unless I had anybody to start, right? Like if I had just, if I had nothing, like nobody whatsoever, and I went to my list of 200, I most likely would have gotten told by no on everybody. Like you don't even have a show. Like why would we like say yes? Why would we be your first person? But because I had taken some steps and taken some actions, I had some base to be able to work off of. And that's that's what I'm trying to tell you here. Like maybe you don't have a lot of viewers on your stream, okay? And I know there's actually several people who watch this um, almost religiously. I, you guys come on and I, I, did, I genuinely do appreciate my, my religious followers. I don't want to you know, say religious, but my, my, uh, my true fans, right? Um, Maybe you don't have a lot of subscribers or followers or fans or people watching you, okay? That doesn't mean you should quit. So keep on, keep on on. You're doing fantastic. But find ways, think of ways to exponentially increase the amount of followers or viewers you have. Followers, viewers, subscribers, whatever it is, okay? How can you do that? You probably already have had some ideas. You've thought of these things before. Just go do it. Whatever it is, go do it. And you know what you will find is you're going to get told no a lot. It happens. That's that's how all of business works. The uh, the guy I interviewed today, his his episode's coming out next Wednesday. Okay, um, he said that he had asked over a thousand different investors before he got his first yes. Jeez, that's a lot of no's, people. A thousand people before you got your first yes. So, you know, don't feel bad about getting one no, two no, three no, four no. I didn't, when I was starting, I didn't care because I knew that if I asked enough people, I would eventually get enough yeses. I, on LinkedIn, my first two months, two, three months on uh, The Gamerpreneur, I was asking 50 people a day to be on my show. 50 people a day. And of those, the vast majority didn't even return my communications. Okay. So don't feel bad. You just have to take the actions. You just have to go through the motions of the things in your head that you know you should be doing. You probably already know you've, you have been living this life. You want to do this thing that you're currently doing. So you've been thinking about it. You've been studying it. You've been watching other people. You learn and you, you want to grow, but something's been holding you back. Stop letting it. Okay. You have permission to go out and fail. Okay, because that's what being told no is, right? It's a big old fat failure. And oh no, somebody told me no. Oh, okay, next. Who, who else? Just, like guys, like I, you know, to keep going on this this point, I have um, template messages because you know when you send as many messages as I do a day to actually type out every single one, I my fingers would fall off. So I write out a decent message and I'll have like spots that I make sure that I, I change here and there. I ch definitely change the person's name and the company name or whatever. And then I'll copy and I'll paste and then change the few points, send. Okay. Next one, copy, paste. I, to be honest, I, I don't even like 
I, I often don't even know who I'm messaging. Like I don't spend a lot of time thinking about it because if the person's going to be interested, they're going to be interested and they'll let me know. If they're not interested, either they won't communicate back with me or they'll just say no. And I don't care about the no's. So what does it matter? You just send, just message, 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 message. And that's what marketing is in a nutshell. You message as many people as possible until somebody says yes, and then you make a sale. And then you leverage that money into hopefully making more money. But that's a topic for a different discussion. Uh, this was all about getting started. So please, please just take whatever steps are necessary to get yourself out the gate, whatever it is, even if you've already started, and, but you've hit some sort of plateau. Hitting a plateau just means whatever you were doing is working up to the point where you're at now, but it's not going to go take you any further. You need to find something else. And that means you have to do it. Okay, stop just sitting there and worrying and complaining. Go do it. It doesn't matter if nobody's going to watch it. Just put it out there. That way you can say, I have this many videos up. Okay, I have this many views across all my content or whatever. Like people don't look too hard at your numbers. They, they, in the long run, they don't really care because, you know, it's just another day, another dollar. But if you have something to show them, that's what matters. People like working with doers. All right. On that note, I'm going to let you know or remind you again, organization is the enemy of sloth, all right? And this, on this particular point, though, just do it, okay? You know, don't worry about being organized. Just go do something. If you are sitting there thinking, I, I've always had this dream, I don't know what to do, figure something out, okay? Just go figure the first thing out to do and then get it done. And once you've done the first thing, either the second thing will reveal itself to you because you realize while you're doing the first thing, you need to do something else. Or you sit there and think of the next thing to do. And then you think of the next thing to do. And you think of the next thing to do until eventually you realize you have to start building that plan. Because it's gonna, once you start the ball rolling, the thing will eventually, whatever your thing is, it will start to take on a life of its own and you will realize that you can't just wing it anymore. You have to have a plan. But for purposes of this episode, I'm going to, I'm going to remind you, organization is the enemy of sloth, but just start. Okay, worry about the organization later. Just start, please. I know so many of you out there. I know there's so many people watching my show. And then you guys don't say much. You, you, you're lurkers, right? You're sitting there watching, but you don't really say anything. You guys... If you want your dreams to come true, do whatever it takes, okay? And whatever it takes may be as simple as picking up the phone and calling that one person who told you to call them. Like we've all been in that situation. I'll, be, I'll admit, I'll be the first to admit. I've been that person. I've been to conventions. Somebody will hand me a card, say, give me a call. And then I'll get home and the card will get put on my desk. And then the card will get covered up with stuff. And then eventually the card will get uncovered. And I'm like, oh, I was supposed to call this person. Oh, well, you know, it might be too late. And I'll put the card in a pile with all my other cards. And that potential business deal is now dead because I didn't even take the step of calling the person who may still be waiting for me. All right. We've all been there. You know, be braver than Brad in those situations. <laughs> That's, you know, hashtag braver than Brad. <laughs> all right. Um, that's a great point to end on. So hashtag braver than Brad. Um, I'm going to remind you all, don't be just a gamer. Be a gamerpreneur. <laughs>